Freedom, man. That's what it's all about. You've got to groove on freedom, like the good book says. listening to what on earth is happening this show will discuss the topics of human consciousness mind control natural law the occult and all issues that affect the freedom of the people of earth what on earth is happening will endeavor to shine light upon the darkness of our world and to offer empowering solutions to the problems we face as humanity approaches its critical moment of choice. And now, here is your host, Mark Passio. We're broadcasting at our new time tonight, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm your host, Mark Passio, and you are listening to What on Earth is Happening. Today is Tuesday, November 9th, 2010. My website is whatonearthishappening.com. The network's website, revolutionbroadcasting.com. Once again, we're in our new time slot tonight. The show will now be live every Tuesday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been done to uh, make way uh, on Tuesday evening for Bob's show, which is carried uh, live on Revolution Broadcasting and on his website, theylie.com. Bob's show is Truth Be Told Radio. I just had the honor of being interviewed by Bob for the last hour on his show. Thank you so much uh, for the great interview uh, today, Bob. And uh, tonight we're going to be continuing our ongoing discussion for the next two hours of the attacks that are ongoing against the body, the physical component of our experience in consciousness. We are going to explore more ways that the mind-body connection is being attacked and attempted to be severed. Because if there is a severing of the connection between body and mind, the mind is more susceptible to attack, and that, of course, further delinks us from the spiritual component of ourselves, of the true self. So we've been undertaking this uh, exploration of this information for the last several weeks, and I decided to extend it one more week before we explore further methodologies of mind control. Again, we said that we were going to touch on about 14 different methods of mind control in the multifaceted techniques of manipulation that are used by controllers, that are used by the dominator world to basically control people and keep them in a prison that they cannot see for themselves because they are under mind control. 
call it by whatever name you want, psychological manipulation, uh, the exploitation of ancient psychology uh, because of knowledge that is known about the psyche. You can call it all of those things, and it is indeed all of those things, but by any other name, it's mind control, and that's part of what we do here. We, we are going to be getting into solutions in later programs, but what we've been doing is basically taking the methods of mind control and exploring them one at a time. The ninth method was food and medicine, and for the last few weeks we were talking about food and all the different ways that the, the um, conventionally grown food products basically go to work to destabilize the body and mind. I won't go into a recap of all of that. You can li listen to all of those methods, to all of those, uh, all that information about food and what's in our conventionally produced food in the podcast section of my website. If you go to whatonearthishappening.com and you click on podcasts, those shows are all available for free download and you could put them on any MP3 device, uh, digital uh, music device that you may have and listen to them at your leisure. What I'm going to do tonight, since I'm extending this topic one more week, is we're going to get into a couple of things that we didn't have time to get into over the last couple weeks, and those topics tonight are going to be flu shots and vaccines, vaccines that are given by children at an extremely uh, young age, at infant age, actually, not even when these children are even one year old. And then we're going to get into the phenomenon known as chemtrails. For many people, this is a topic that they will be familiar with. For many people, they may not know about the chemtrail phenomenon, and it's something that everyone should really deeply look into. But before we do that tonight, I always start the show with some event announcements, and then I'm going to give the new call-in number, because we have a slightly new format on the show. We're going to run a few uh, network spots at uh, strategic locations uh, in the show, and um, there will be a new call-in number, and hopefully that will go smoothly, and I'll be able to take your calls a little bit later on. So... I always start the show with event announcements, and I have a few this evening. Again, the importance of taking action. That is the biggest part of the solution. Knowledge is not enough. Knowledge is only the first step. Awareness is the first step. It needs to be converted into action to become true wisdom. Therefore, getting out into the community, raising your voice, and actually doing something about the problems that you see in the world is essential. Taking in more and more information will only get you so far. The next step is convert that knowledge into proper moral action in the world. So, I have a couple of uh, speaking engagements coming up, and there's uh, a few other events uh, coming up over the next, um, over the next uh, month. The first one I'd like to tell everyone about is the UFO ET Congress, hosted by Pat Marcatilio. This is happening in Bordentown, New Jersey at the Ramada Inn, November 13th and 14th. That's this weekend. The Ramada Inn in Bordentown <coughs> is at 1083, that's 1083 U.S. Highway 206 North. Saturday is a 9 a.m. registration. The doors open at 930. 
A 10 a.m. welcome speech by Pat Marcatilio will kick off the day's events. Here are the speakers for this day, Saturday, November 13th. Dennis Denokla, UFOs, crop circles, and visitors from extraterrestrial civilizations. Dr. Julian E. Salt will give a, a talk called The Global Crisis and the New World Order's Present Situation. Dan Smith will give a talk called The Best Possible World and Its Best Possible Ending. Jacqueline DeLebes will talk about the ET forces of light. Will Allen and a special guest talking about UFOs over Washington, D.C. and UFOs filmed by astronauts. His talk called The Proof is in the Pictures. That's the Saturday events for this uh, UFO convention. The Sunday events are <coughs> excuse me, also beginning at 9.30. There's a 10 a.m. welcome speech by the Master of Ceremonies, Pat Marcatilio. I will be the first speaker on Sunday starting at 10 a.m. My lecture is called Don't Count on Disclosure. Bill Weber will be following me with a talk called 1930s German Flying Saucers. Butch Witowski, Underground Bases and Human Mutilation Investigations. That should be very interesting. Tim Heckman will speak on Area 51. Joel Dean giving a talk called UFO Abductions. The directions to the conference, take the New Jersey Turnpike to exit 7, then take Route 206 north about one quarter of a mile. The Ramada Inn will be on the right-hand side, and free parking is available. Advanced registration is $135 for both days. Tickets are $75 at the door each day. For more information on the UFO ET Congress 2010, visit the website drufo.org. That's drufo.org. Next, the monthly free documentary screening and discussions at the Ethical Society of Philadelphia, hosted by Truth, Freedom, Prosperity, every third Monday of the month. This month, November 15th, the Ethical Society is at 1906 South Rittenhouse Square. It's a 7 p.m. start time. For more information on the, the documentary screenings, see www.truth freedomprosperity.org, November 15th. That's the third Monday of the month, November 15th at the Ethical Society, 7 o'clock p.m. The End the Fed Rally in Philadelphia. This happens, I, I believe, twice a year. November 20th, Saturday, November 20th at 11 o'clock a.m. at the Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia at 6th and Arch Streets. At 6th and Arch, November 20th, 11 o'clock a.m. Come on out and support the End the Fed Philadelphia Rally. For more information on this, please visit truthfreedomprosperity.org or endthefed.us. I will be giving a one-time only lecture. As far as uh, I know, it's the only time I'll be giving it, unless someone else asks me to do so at another location, but this is a special event. Survive and Thrive. This is a group hosted by a friend of mine named Fernando Salguero. He does a monthly survivalist group and gives out a ton of great information on urban and wilderness survival. This, uh, this meeting 
this meetup takes place every last Sunday of the month at Liberty's Pub. Liberty's is at 705 North 2nd Street. That's the corner of 2nd and Fairmount in Philadelphia. This, uh, this one I will be lecturing at. This is on Sunday, November 28th at 6 o'clock p.m., and I will be giving a special talk on natural law and sovereignty. And for people who attend this, I think it's going to be a real educational event for them, and hopefully they will really uh, get a lot out of this and understand how critical a role in our lives these concepts are, natural law and sovereignty. So that's Survive and Thrive, November 28th, Sunday, November 28th, 6 o'clock p.m. at Liberty's Pub, 2nd and Fairmount in Philadelphia. Finally, the big event coming up in April of 2011, Free Your Mind, a conference on consciousness, mind control, and the occult. This is a conference that I am hosting. I'm co-hosting this with several dedicated individuals in the Philadelphia area. It's going to be the biggest event of its kind on the East Coast. And it will probably be the biggest event of any type like this um, in Philadelphia in the year 2011. Free Your Mind is a unique two-day conference scheduled for April 9th and 10th, 2011 in Philadelphia, PA, featuring multiple speakers and diverse educational materials for the purpose of raising public awareness of the critically important topics of mass mind control techniques, the covert and subversive influences that are exercised upon our consciousness and our behavior. Trauma-based mind control and ritual abuse and the practical mental and emotional healing methodologies that are available for those who are affected by these devices. Saturday, April 9th and Sunday, April 10th, 2011 from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. both days. The doors will open at 9 a.m. each day. The location is at Ruba Hall, R-U-B-A, Ruba Hall, 414 Green Street in Philadelphia, PA. Admission price, $20 per person per day. The confirmed speaker list, here it is. Aaron McCollum, Alfred Weber, Andrew Basiago, Bob Tuscan, Farah Yurdozu, John Irvin, John Nicholson, Larkin Rose, Laura Eisenhower, Mark Matika, Mark Passio, Mel Fabregas, Michael Kelly, and Suzanne Taylor. And we are still in negotiation with a few other individuals, and hopefully we will be adding a few more people to the event before the roster is completed. Those are the event announcements for this evening. Let me give the new call-in number for the show. The new call-in number for what on earth is happening, and we'll see how this, how this works out. New call-in number is 877-598-8549. The new call-in number for what on earth is happening, toll-free, 877-598-8549. Feel free to call in the show at any time. 
there are no taboo topics here. We will have a topic that we'll be discussing, but you're not limited to that. Again, no taboo topics ever here on what on earth is happening. When you call in, please be patient. Hold on the line. I will get to you. I may be in the middle of discussing something. I may be in the middle of laying out a concept or an idea. So please be patient when you call in, and I will uh, get to the call. I will be looking at the switchboard frequently. All right. Last week, we ended the show by discussing psychedelics. We were talking about why psychedelics are so widely demonized. And essentially, I ended the show with a quote. I ended it with a quote by one of the biggest influences in my life, Mr. Terence McKenna. And for people that don't know about Terence McKenna and his work, I cannot recommend looking into this gentleman enough. Sadly, he, is, he has passed away. He died back in the year 2000. But his work is seminal, and it is instrumental. It was instrumental to my own awakening. I want to spell his name for everyone so they're very clear about uh, who he is and about finding information from him. Uh, many listeners will, of course, be familiar with Terence McKenna, but many will not be. And I, again, cannot suggest that you look into the work of this gentleman enough. Terence McKenna, T-E-R-E-N-C-E, Terence McKenna, M-C-K-E-N-N-A, Terence McKenna. The quote that I ended with was, if the words life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness don't include the right to experiment with your own consciousness, then the Declaration of Independence isn't worth the hemp it was written on. And yes, that's kind of comical, but nonetheless, he's making a, an extremely significant point here. What these aspects of consciousness that we call psychedelics, that we call entheogens, as uh, I explained those terms last week, what, we, what this is about is consciousness exploration. What these compounds, these consciousnesses really are what they are, what they do is they help break down barriers. They break down barriers that our social conditioning has erected in our own minds. They break down barriers that we ourselves have erected in our own minds through not wanting to look at our faults, not wanting to look at the negative aspects of our personalities. What these substances do is they make you confront yourself. And I mean, they really make you take a good look at some of the ways that you are falling short in consciousness, the ways that you are still divided within yourself, the ways that you are still in opposition with your own consciousness. See, the goal of consciousness is to be, the goal of truly becoming aware means that you are bringing the three aspects of your own consciousness into alignment and unison with each other. And these aspects are, of course, our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. And unis unison in these three aspects of consciousness, this is true unity consciousness within oneself, means that you become a being that as you think, so you feel 
and so you act in the world. All three of those things raise to a high degree of awareness and are removed from opposition with each other. And I've stressed this over and over and over again throughout the weeks of this radio show. This is what unity consciousness really is. This is what enlightenment really is. Contrary to what many people will try to pass off as enlightenment. If you are no longer in opposition with yourself and your thoughts, emotions, and actions have come into a higher level of awareness for the good, for the true will, okay? That is what enlightenment really is all about. And yes, there is an opposite form of this that is dark unison, dark unity consciousness. I've talked about... Excuse me. I've talked about this on the show many times. This is something that many people don't like to hear, that they are resistant to, because it makes them uncomfortable in knowing how a specific aspect of the universe, as far as the law of attraction, works. There is something called dark unity consciousness or dark unison, meaning that someone who is basically committed to the work of evil can come into this form of oneness for the wrong reasons, for the wrong goals, for, you know, for all of the wrong efforts, the, the, the opposite of the true great work. This means that a dominator, a controller, a sorcerer, a dark occultist, call it whatever you want, they do have a way that they think. And then they do feel a certain way about their ideas, their ideologies. And those are in unison with each other. Their emotions do not betray their thoughts. As they think, so they feel. And then their actions do not betray either one of these. Their actions are in compliance, are in unity with their thoughts and their emotions. And this is why they continue to be successful. And this is why we are continuing to be largely conquered because more of them in this agenda, in this dark agenda, are unified. They are on the same page. As they think, so they feel, and so they act. And that's why the universe is respecting their unity. It will give us what we wish for if we are in unison in unity, in these three principles, in these three aspects of our consciousness. Sadly, they have this form of unity, dark though it may be. And sadly, the human population as a whole does not. That's what this show is ultimately attempting to do, is to bring more people of the good persuasion, who are doing the true will and the true great work, into this positive unity consciousness. As we think, so we feel, so we act. Psychedelics can be a tool to that end. And again, that's all they are. These are tools. We commune with them and they help us. Or they could be a detriment if they are used in the wrong context or with the wrong mindset. 
So if we use them in the proper context, which I talked a little bit about last week, the set and setting, the mindset, and then the external surroundings being conducive to raising awareness, conducive to helping the community, conducive to exploring the deeper aspects of ourselves and our own consciousness, then they will be of great use to us and they can be termed at that point tools or methods for our personal evolution. And I certainly feel that that is why they are here, that is why they are on the earth. These are natural agents for consciousness exploration. Dominators don't want consciousness to be explored. They want us ignorant of self. They want us ignorant of the laws of nature. They want us ignorant of the natural world and natural law. This is why they will do anything in their power to demonize these substances and attach all levels of fear to them. They will try to tell you that they're highly dangerous or addictive or will make you jump out of windows, etc., etc., and all other levels of nonsense that go along with their fear-mongering and propaganda when it comes to psychedelics. But these things simply are not true. Of course, they can be detrimental if we use them in the wrong mindset. Anything can. Again, Bob, on the uh, show previous to this, when he was interviewing me, brought up the dangers of alcohol. Look at how alcohol is abused. And it can be more dangerous than psychedelics in just about every way, yet it's legal. Look at the additives that are put in tobacco products in this country, causing lung cancer. And again, it isn't tobacco itself. It's the additives and the chemicals and the fertilizers and the pesticides and all the other taste enhancers and the things that make the paper burn slower. That's what will give people lung cancer, not organically grown tobacco. Indigenous people smoke organically grown tobacco practically 24 hours a day, and there's no instances of lung cancer in their culture. Here it's rampant because of all the other junk chemical junk that is added to tobacco products in the United States and indeed throughout the Western world. So, again, psychedelics are boundary dissolvers. They help us break down walls in consciousness. They help us explore aspects of our personality and deeper aspects of ourself that we may be resistant in an ordinary state of consciousness to exploring. So, I highly highly suggest people look into the works of Terence McKenna. He is an incredibly eloquent speaker. He has a very distinctive voice. Some people may find it slightly comical, but absolutely empowering information. And there's tons of audio out there by him. There's tons of video out there by him. Just do a Google search on his name and and you, you will be able to go to town for months practically with the amount of information out there Uh, on Terrence McKenna. We're going to be coming up to a break in a couple of minutes for some ads for the network to run, but I want to give the call-in number once again, the new call-in number for the show, toll-free, 877-598-8549. Once again, the new call-in number, toll-free, 877-598-8549. I'm going to shift gears now, and we're going to get into the basic topics. Uh, that pretty much wraps up what I wanted to say about psychedelics. But let's talk about now a couple of other ways that 
the dominators and the dominator regime, if you will, in science and medicine and government attack the physical body complex. And two of the most damaging ways that they do this is through vaccinations and flu shots. So let's talk about these two chemical attacks in the next uh, half an hour or so, and then I'll try to switch gears and go into the chemtrail phenomenon. Vaccines are administered practically right out of the womb. An infant's immune system isn't even beginning to develop when this cocktail of chemicals is injected. And there were, you know, it started with a handful of shots, then it climbed into the tens, then into the, te- you know, in, into the uh, 20s. And now I believe it's something in, in the neighborhood of over 40 different shots are given to children even before they reach the age of two. Now, first of all, if people don't just find that figure crazy in and of itself, I, I, don't, I don't really understand how you, what, what you're thinking. Because if you think that children who have grown up without these things for tens of thousands of years actually need this sludge of chemicals injected into them in infancy to be able to live and carry on a normal life. I think there's something wrong with the way you think, if that's what you think. This would be dangerous for an adult to take in, let alone a newborn child. Look at some of the substances that are in, the chemicals that are in vaccines that we inject into newborn children. We're coming up to a break here. I'll be back in a couple of minutes after these ads run. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening right here on Revolution Broadcast. Be back in a few. Tune in to my show, Truth Be Told Radio, Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Join me, Jim Joseph, and my co-host, John King and A.C. Griffith, Thursdays and Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for FreedomLink Radio's Bridging the Gap on the Intel Hub Radio Network. Did you ever wish that you could have done something while you still had the chance? What will you do if your income ends tomorrow? Or if you lose your home, as many already have, do you have enough money to survive through an economic depression? If you don't want to gamble with your future, then FreeToProsper.com can help you quickly end your debt problems, protect your property and possessions, and develop a personal strategy to get you through the hard times. Most importantly, you get to keep your money and not pay another cent to creditors. Our program is often superior to bankruptcy, consolidation, or settlement. Visit FreeToProsper.com to find out more. This is your real chance to act ahead, so don't delay. Your future may depend on it. Call 718-615-0123 to learn more. That's 718-615-0123. Or visit FreeToProsper.com today. All right, we're back on This is What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. We were talking about flu shots and vaccines. Uh, Specifically, we had gotten into vaccinations of children right out of the womb. And this is where they want the chemical assault to start, folks. They want it to start as early as possible because we don't really understand the long-term effects of some of the things that are being injected into our children. We don't really understand what that will do to the brain as it is even beginning to develop. We don't ultimately understand the long-term effects of what that will do to the immune system. And doctors want to tell people that these cocktails of chemicals that we call vaccines are safe for our children. But I question that as the uh, established wisdom of the day. And I think that people should question that as well and look into some of the things that are in these vaccines and think about it long and hard if this is something that you want to be injecting into an infant baby. Look at what's in some of the vaccines that we give to our children. Aluminum phosphate. Now, aluminum is a metal, and it's associated with a brain disease called Alzheimer's. Ammonium is in vaccination shots. Ammonium in the form of ammonium sulfate. Another form of aluminum called aluminum potassium sulfate. A substance that you hear a lot about in recent times because it is in a lot of the flu shots that are given is thimerosal. Thimerosal is a preservative added to the flu flu shots and vaccines that we give to children. Thimerosal is essentially a form of mercury. 
it is actually 50% mercury by weight. That's what thimerosal is. And this is in the vaccinations that your children are getting right now. If you have a newborn child and you vaccinated them, thimerosal is almost guaranteed to be in one of those shots. And it is a form of mercury, a heavy metal that is complete poison. This is a poison by any way you want to look at it. It's not a preservative, it's a poison. Another thing that's added to a lot of vaccines, formaldehyde. Yeah, you didn't hear me wrong, formaldehyde. You know, the thing that they keep dead tissue preserved with, formaldehyde. This is in the things that we are injecting into our children. One of the things that you will invariably come across when you start doing some vaccine research is its connection to autism. And scientists and doctors in the establishment want to deny this. They want to tell people, oh no, there is no link between vaccination and autism. Well, I would highly suggest that people look into the connection between the vaccination of very young children and the appearance in children in later months of autism. There's a high, high probability that these are very closely linked. There was a conference that was held several years ago called the Autism and Vaccine Conference. I believe this was hosted by Dr. Rimland, R-I-M-L-A-N-D. His name is Bernard Rimland. You can uh, do a search for this. Type in Autism Conference and Vaccines into uh, a search engine or into YouTube. And there's a video out there. It's very short. Just watch it. Uh, it's footage from this conference. And the master of ceremonies of the conference is asking people for a show of hands. And the audience is full of parents with autistic children. And he asks them to raise their hands and tell, tell him, by show of hands, um, how many children there believe that their uh, how many parents there believe that their children became autistic after the second round of vaccination shots that they received? And just about everyone's hand goes up. He also asked them about how many of them have documented evidence that this is when this happened. Now, again, you can believe in coincidence theory all you want, and you could say, well, autism it tends to get diagnosed in children at a certain age, and this just happened to coincide you know, with this, time, this uh, age. But you, you'll notice that this happened right after a specific round of vaccinations because these are given at K 
calibrated time intervals. There's a schedule, they call it, that these are given. And almost every one of these parents had children that became autistic after a specific shot was given. Now, I think you have to do some mental gymnastics to say that that's just coincidence. A whole room of about 400 people or more all simultaneously raising their hands when asked if this is when it happened. There is a connection there, and it needs to be explored with an open mind by the medical community. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. But I can see patterns when they make themselves very obvious. And I think this is a clear example of a pattern that many people do see, but the established scientific powers that be and the people who write the established scientific and medical literature and teach courses on this stuff don't want to do the thing that they need to do if they're going to be honest with themselves, but yet it is the most difficult thing for anyone to do, and that's admit when they're wrong or admit that the previous paradigm may not be as correct as they once thought and that they once put their faith in it so strongly, thinking that it is, it's just this way, this is how it is. They don't want to backpedal from that position based upon evidence that is right before them and say, we may be wrong about this and we need to take a second look at it. So it looks like, um, I don't know if we're having any problem with the, uh, the call-in line, but I'm going to give a backup call number okay uh, if you're having trouble getting through on 877-598-8549 you can call this alternative number 505-715-6522 so that's an alternative number to call in 505-715-6522 uh, you could also call in on the old talk shoe line I'm still monitor monitoring that also that one is 724-444-7444. Let's just give them all out. 724-444-7444. Uh, the call ID number on TalkShoe is 83515. So hopefully people will have some luck with one of those numbers. Again, no taboo topics. Call in and talk about anything that you like. Um, some resources to look into the dangers of vaccinating children from infancy or at all really um, look at the connection with autism and do your own research on this you want to look at Sherry Tenpenny's work an excellent resource on vaccines in general and particularly flu shots as well Dr. Tenpenny.com dr T E N P N N P E N N Y D R T E N P E N N Y Dr. Tenpenny.com. 
Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, a gentleman whose name I mentioned over the last couple weeks is Russell Blaylock. Russell Blaylock, B-L-A-Y-L-O-C-K. Just phenomenal information on vaccinations, flu shots, excitotoxins, artificial sweeteners, brain health in general. He's got something called a brain repair formula that helps to bring balance back to the neocortex of the brain, which is the higher functioning, the higher um, thought center of the human brain complex. This is really what is under so much heavy attack by all of these methods, through the media, through the food that we eat, through the substances that people take into their body, through um, through uh, the, the media that we watch, through the uh, electromagnetic uh, frequencies that we're basically bathed in constantly. All of these things are detrimental to human health and to human thought processes. And there are, there are methods of mind control when it's, when it's put all together. That's what these are. Um, another resource that people may have heard about, and I really highly commend her for doing what she's doing, the actress Jenny McCarthy. She has a great website called generationrescue.org. Generationrescue.org. A phenomenal resource on vaccines, what's in them what to do and not do, you know, how to get advice. Just a, a great, a great website, generationrescue.org. I have a caller on TalkShoe here, and I know that he's been personally affected by this, and he's a friend of mine, and he's got his own show on TalkShoe called uh, Caution, Tinfoil Hat Area. I'm going to attempt to take his call here through TalkShoe. Kevin, you're on What on Earth is Happening. How are you, my friend? Hi, Mark. Can you hear me? Yes. Now I'm clear. Glad. Okay, good. Uh, I want to thank you, actually. I wasn't even going to call in until you actually mentioned Jenny McCarthy, but I've been looking over at my bookshelf behind me, and I see louder than words sitting sitting there, and it's uh, called a, a Mother's Journey in Healing Autism. And yes. it was Jenny McCarthy's book. Um, she was also author of Mother Warriors, uh, both books gave my wife quite a bit of comfort in just the idea that she was not alone in what she was going through. And so you're, what you were suggesting earlier, or what you were saying earlier, not suggesting, flat out saying because you know it, uh, about all those people being there at that conference is, uh, it's, it, it's more true than people can possibly imagine it. It really feels like, for me, for someone who has delved into so many different um, areas, one that st st sticks out in my head so much, and it really messes with me, is from Brave New Worlds. They used to dump alcohol into the clone decanters where they made children for, for their futuristic society. Um, yes into there so that they could make weaker humans, essentially, that are not as fully mentally developed and then are great at doing, like, the trash pickup work and so on and so forth and then do not actually have to get paid a larger wage because they're happier, even they're, they're even programmed to be happier 
along the way to function as a lower in society. Yes, they would also deprive oxygen to the brain of the children that they were decanting in Brave New World. That was another method to uh, basically uh, um, make the brain develop much less slowly than what I believe were termed the alphas. Exactly. The people who were geared for a higher strata of society. So it was a pure social uh, biochemical engineering is what it was. And, and this is, I believe, may, may be part of the vaccine agenda. It may be outright eugenics, period, just uh, attempting to ruin the health and immune systems of people right out of the womb. And they say it's to strengthen the immune system. I think, yeah. I, I, I don't think we need to be doing that through chemical means. I think that the food that we eat needs to be our medicine, and we need to understand proper nutrition. Let's start with that. Let's get that right. And then yeah. we can move on from there, you know? Uh, again, it's I mentioned the one, one of the last... Simple. Yeah. I, I mentioned even on one of your last shows, it's not always what you actually have to do, but what you should stop doing. Something That's as right. small as taking red dye out of, like red 40 specifically, out of your child's diet could dramatically change how your child's cognitive functions like go on a normal basis because my son uh he specifically has had issues then is not allowed any sort of red candies we had to tell her like the teachers at school like if they if he somehow earns some sort of treat or whatever that that's or, or gets it from another student he's not allowed to have it he he just isn't end of story yeah children are in such a delicate state of uh development when, I mean, this is their most formative time period. The brain is developing, the, the body is developing, the immune system is developing. We want to keep the chemicals down to a minimum. I mean, and this is basic common sense. I mean, why would you want to bombard a child that is basically has just come into the world and is, is still growing and developing with anything uh, that, that's non-natural? You know, why not just get them on the right diet? Get them on proper nutrition, high nutrient value food, you know, get them off sugary foods. You know, first of all, how about one of the things that children need for proper brain development is mother's milk, breast milk. So many mothers don't feed their children breast milk and just uh, give them this infant formula. Breast milk is one of the things that children need. That's why women have mammary glands, ladies and gentlemen. One of the I, I reasons. I actually that in your chat also. They, yeah. It, 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 they specific women um, specifically uh, during the first three or four days pass a large amount of nutrient that act then as passing along the same immunizations that the mother automatically has from doing the same thing from previous generations. As well as I know this sounds silly, but it has also been documented. I I look I, I suggest people look into it. But uh, I have had nurses uh, concur with this at doctor's offices on, on multiple occasions where children would even uh, pick their nose and eat them. And because of it catching various particles of various diseases in there and they eat them, it somehow consumes into their body the same way the breast milk does. 
and it acts as a natural immunization. As silly and as disgusting as it sounds, children picking their nose and eating it have been known to actually build up tolerances to various diseases. Wow. Disgusting though it may sound, that's pretty amazing. I know, I know it sounds so ridiculous, but it's because those little particles get caught in that area and then it gets consumed in a different fashion and and enters the body in a different way. And it, it somehow, when the body breaks things down, it becomes a part of who you are. So, therefore, you are what you eat. And if you wind up eating little specks of various things, it acts just like the immunization does. Like they give you the actual disease, little particles of the disease. And the immune immune system. The immune system needs needs uh, germs and microbes to practice on. Exactly. That's just it. Exactly. I think George Carlin had a pretty funny skit about that. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise um, me at all. He's a pretty funny guy. So, so yeah. Um, again, the solutions are simple. You know, we need to get back to natural ways of dealing with things, and uh, you know, doctors and and um, you know, uh, pharmaceutical industry specialists, they think that we can improve on nature's game. That's what they are all ultimately about. Uh, God got it wrong, nature got it wrong, and we need to uh, refine that. It isn't about living in harmony with nature, it's about conquering it with something that's artificial, that's man-made. And this almost invariably uh, leads to more problems, not the solving of these problems, but it, it, it adds other <clears throat> problems onto the list. Yeah. There's a, a Michael so, Kellner quote from uh, that I, I actually originally heard from David Icke, and he had said, just look at us. Just look at us. Everything is upside down. Doctors destroy health. Lawyers destroy justice. Universities destroy knowledge. Governments destroy freedom. And the major media destroy information, and religions destroy spirituality. There it is. And it, it's, it, it just boggles the mind that all of these things have been institutionalized to such a degree that my wife, who now just got, us, got our son uh, medical insurance, took him to a doctor today to get him checked out. And the woman wound up being a geriatrics doctor because that's where the system sent her for the free checkup. And the woman had no clue, no clue about the issues with autism. Wanted to have him diagnosed for ADD, even though literally in the sentence before she had asked the question, my wife had responded to her in another way about saying how he specifically has something called PDD-NOS, and that means Pervasive Developmental Disorder Not Otherwise Specified, is the exactness of, of that PDD-NOS. Wow. She had no clue what was going on because the system sent her with my son to the nearest doctor who happened to be a geriatric and family practice doctor and so had really no clue how to deal with my wife or my son, who clearly has special needs. And what measures are you now taking if it's not too, uh, too pressing? Uh, oh. what, what types of treatments are, are you uh, 
uh, right is now, he undergoing? He, or he is only going through speech therapy in a specialized okay. classroom at the school where he is able to do that during the morning, and then during the afternoon he's in a normal classroom with the rest of the first graders. Now, do you have any suspicions so about what may have what may have uh, uh, caught brought on uh, hit his form yeah. of autism? Uh, okay. I do you think it had anything the, to do with the fact? Yeah, I mentioned it on one of your previous calls, and mm-hmm. I do believe 100% it's the exact timing that you were speaking of. Like that room full of 400 or so mothers and so on are right on point. It's really that simple. I am a father of a child who has a variant of autism that developed immediately after he was given his second round of of, of shots, of immunization. And he was not going to be allowed to go into the school system if he did not get them, is what we were talking about. So we had wow. to subject him to this in order to get him into a school, which was not the right setting for him, we found out. But it did lead us ultimately to right now, I have to admit, through the, through the school systems, as unfunctioning as they were to begin with, once he was diagnosed, he was then able to get the treatment that he needed and is now well on his way to the point that most likely next year, not a 100% guarantee, depends on how the rest of the year goes, but if he continues to well on this current course of progress, he will be in a normal second grade classroom and will be able to function just as well as anyone else in society and possibly even have a couple of the benefits that go along with PDD-NOS. So I need to stress to your audience that happens to come across this information, not just to like get the kid diagnosed early, but get him early in an inter- in, an, in an early intervention type of program in order to get things fixed as early as possible. Because so you don't know what's going on, you may think you've Kevin, got a fussy kid with ADD, but you don't. You have you just have someone who has a little bit more will and needs a little bit more direction. Absolutely, Kevin. I thanks thank you so much for sharing your story, and I wish you the best of luck. And um, you know, uh, I hope uh, everything turns out great with Max. I'm sure uh, things will so definitely so improve, and yeah, I, I'm sure he'll be fine. Thanks, dude. Have a good one. Keep, keep 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 the diet improving. That's the main that's the main important thing because that's what uh, is going to really build the brain and uh, really help him to you know form all of the cognitive systems that basically help with our pattern recognition. And that that's the main key key thing to do as far as human health is goes. Human health goes again. Of that, that quote from Hippocrates, let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. Take it to heart and put it in practice. Kev, been enjoying your show as well. Uh, Kevin has a show on TalkShoe every Friday night at 10 p.m. Uh, you can go on uh, uh, TalkShoe's page and search for Caution, Tinfoil Hat Area. A uh, nice bit of humor interjected there into the title, but he talks about a lot of serious topics such as this on his show. And uh, I wish you the best of luck with your show, Kevin. We have another caller from Central Pennsylvania. 
Here we go. Caller from Central Pennsylvania, you are on live on What on Earth is Happening. What do you have for us? Hey, Mark, how you doing? You guys actually touched right on what I was going to speak about. Um, first off, I found your show because of Kevin. Uh, he's on my Facebook, and um, I decided to come on and check it out tonight, and I've enjoyed what I've heard so far. Um, but I was going to touch on the same thing. You know, People ask me, why don't I vaccinate my child? I stopped at six months. And um, I tell them, I say, why? Because, you know, it's, it's not healthy for them. It's destroying their brain. The chemicals that are in there are just are not good for the body. And I, they say, well, aren't you worried about getting sick or, or, you know, catching any of these things? I say, no, of course not. I say, I let him go out. He plays in the dirt. You know, if you drop something on the floor in the house, hey, pick it up and eat it. You know, you, you build your immunity by the exposure to nature. And people don't realize that. And it's just, it, it, it makes you wonder how they don't want you to realize it. And then you have to sit back and go, oh, wait, I didn't realize this either. Um, so it's real hard to deal with people. And that's what I've been learning and experiencing when it comes to discussing vaccines or 9-11 or anything. Whatever it is you're talking about that is not accepted in society um, because no, it's, it's, like they it's wanna, not right. It's like they want to sanitize society. You know, a society where you're completely, uh, you know, uh, free of any uh, exposure to anything harmful. And there's no such thing. It doesn't exist. You live in a physical domain. You live in a physical world. Right. The only thing harmful going... here, the only thing that I feel harmful here, and we put here. I mean, that's right. When, when the planet was made and life started on this planet, that's what the body needed. And everything we have, de- have added, now I'm not saying it's wrong that we've developed these things. I mean, we have de- developed some great things. But then you look at chemtrails or you look at um, the vaccines or you look at the, 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 just all the things we do, the bombing we do, DU in, in, our, in our ammunition. I mean, oh. there's, there's just so many things we do that is destroying our own environment. And I'm not... You know, I'm not a tree. Uh, I don't want to classify people or anything, but I'm not a tree hugger or big environmentalist. I just believe that nature is what was given to us, and that's what we should be respecting and loving. Absolutely, we're a part of that natural, holistic living system. You know, right? It, it, right. it, it and, functions and, with us in it as one, and we can't look at it as like it's ours to conquer. And w- we need to constantly change and try to improve upon its design. You know, we need to integrate in with it and live in harmony with it, and things will get better for us. The more we try to keep struggling against it, the more we're going to, you know, basically be like, uh, you know, trying to go upstream against a raging uh, river. And it's not going to work out for our betterment. It's going to be very detrimental to our evolutionary progress. Well, and another question would be, who, who do we even think we are to think that we have the right or the ability to control any of it, whether it be, again, back to chemtrails with, with weather, weather modification. How, who are we to, to even think that we right. should be allowed to or able to control it? As if the living weather patterns of the system of the earth aren't there for a reason as well. See, we, right, we exactly. constantly think that there's no purpose unless it serves us or is providing something good for our agenda, our plans. You know, don't get me wrong. Hey, build build a house for shelter, wear clothes for, for warmth and protection from the elements. I don't have problems with those things. You know, that's right. a form of technology that serves us. You know, otherwise we'd be sleeping out in the, you know, freezing, you know, uh, you know sheets of ice rain out in the winter. But, right. 
you know, it gets taken to an excess and it gets taken to an extreme. And then we get into the things like genetic modification of the things that we eat, you know, and again, right, things like the salmon that you have going on right now, you know, it's, it's, right. it's just so many different things. And then you, yeah. How about, um, you know, they're trying to, to get mosquitoes loaded up with, with vaccines to force vaccinate us. Yeah. You know, I mean, this I'm could sure be, you've this read could that, be uh, the, you know, yeah, that's definitely could be one of the next plans of trying to get that into get those uh, chemical cocktails into our systems. Another uh, thing is the chemtrails may be trying attempting to do this. This may be one of the reasons uh, for the, the mass spraying over populated areas. Yeah, bringing up well, that, I don't know gears. if I'm going I'm off shift. topic or not. I don't know if I'm but, going off topic. It is about chemtrails, but I don't. I'm actually in Southwest Florida. My, my cell phone's through Pennsylvania, but um, okay. Um, I haven't had any down here in about two and a half, three weeks. Um, and I've seen other reports on, on again, some of my Facebook groups and stuff that, um, have said they haven't seen any in their areas for about the same period of time. Now I had assumed it was because of the elections and the, the elite traveling around doing their campaigning and all that other junk that they do. Um, but yes. now that's over. Most of them are out of the country at this given moment. Where are they? Why have they... I just don't know if you're experiencing that up there or not. Yes. Yeah, no, that that's true. And this is something we could talk about a little bit. Um, I have not yet been able to determine the pattern of chemtrail spraying. It is something that has eluded me. Um, it seems very random. It is a, a on for a time, off for a time, with right, no seeming pattern. Yeah. One thing I do... Uh, notice is that almost invariably, almost, now this is not 100%, but almost all the time, after a very heavy day of chemtrail spraying, um, there will be a rainfall very shortly thereafter, often on the very next day. Right. And now, now, I don't, and again, I think there's other things where I'm at. I'm in southwest Florida near an old it's a runway that is marked private from satellite pictures and it's marked as a private airport. And I know the bushes used to fly into it when they would go to Boca Grande a lot down that down in that area. Um, and I, I've always, even before I got into all this, and this is two, three years ago, um, I always thought something was strange and I always joke, cause we don't get rain over this little section of where I live. Um, but we'll get chemtrails all the time, but we never, ever, ever get rain. Like we'll see the storms coming in from the neighboring town and it goes right around us. So I've wow. always thought there was something going on there, maybe some kind of, I don't want to say force field, but some kind of modification of that level from the ground that was preventing us right. from getting rain. That possibly um, deflect certain weather patterns or airflow patterns. Right. Cause it's really weird. You can, it's like the clouds match and then they stop and go around you. We get very minimal rain in my little, I mean like a 10 square mile at the most area. And it's right next to the airport. The airport actually, we could walk through the woods to get to it, but it's all chained off. And it's just, I always thought something was strange there and it could be a connection with either the chemtrails or Harper or something along those lines for all I know. Right. Um, I forgot where we were going. I went off on a, on a thing there with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. We're going to transition into this topic, so I thank you for bringing it up. And uh, thanks for calling in, and uh, feel free to call in any other time. Uh, you know, always, uh, always enjoy the, the callers that call into the show. Uh, keep it up. Keep listening. 
Uh, spread the word about the show. Check out the website, and thanks again. Thank you. Have a great night. You got it. Yeah, it's a good uh, topic to transition. Before we do that, I just want to uh, briefly mention uh, a little bit about flu shots, and then we can get into the chemtrail topic, uh, which the last caller has alluded to. And um, I can start to lay out what that is for uh, some listeners that may not be aware of this phenomenon. Hopefully most people who listen on these networks are, but again, we need to take this information to the wider masses of people and, and bring this to their attention. Um, make them look at it, you know, talk about it and have your information right there. Uh, b- bring it up in a, in a very logical way where you can show them irrefutable evidence. Even if they don't, aren't ready to accept it at first, you're planting seeds. Um, as a brief aside, uh, a little anecdote, Someone that I may may be listening to the show right now, I don't know, but I was telling her about 9-11 for many, many years. And uh, we're coming up to another break, folks. Let's take a couple of minutes for the uh, network announcements. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening right here on the Revolution Broadcasting Internet Radio Network. I'm your host, Mark Passio. We'll be back right after these words. Secure your future. Get your non-hybrid seed pack now. With the looming economic crisis, food shortages, and other toxic disasters, now is the time to be ready. Just click on the Heirloom Organics banner at the top of our Blog Talk radio page today. Secure your future and the future of your family in hard times. Heirloom Organic Seeds. Did you ever wish that you could have done something while you still had the chance? What will you do if your income ends tomorrow? Or if you lose your home as many already have? Do you have enough money to survive through an economic depression? If you don't want to gamble with your future, then FreeToProsper.com can help you quickly end your debt problems, protect your property and possessions, and develop a personal strategy to get you through the hard times. Most importantly, you get to keep your money and not pay another cent to creditors. Our program is often superior to bankruptcy, consolidation, or settlement. Visit FreeToProsper.com to find out more. This is your real chance to act ahead, so don't delay. Your future may depend on it. Call 718-615-0123 to learn more. That's 718-615-0123. Or visit FreeToProsper.com today. Don't forget to catch The Intel Hub, Wednesdays and Saturdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on TheIntelHubRadio.com. In a world where corrupt officers and all regards have seized control of the population, total tyranny is amongst us a burden of humanity that's on our shoulders. The only way out is to expose the global crime syndicates known as the New World Order. Together, we are all one. Together, we are. Intel 
soldiers. The battle for free humanity ensues. Join us in the fight. The Intel Hub.com. You are listening to the Intel Hub News Network. Crushing the New World Order piece by piece. All right, we're back on What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website is whatonearthishappening.com. Before the break, I was just talking briefly about planting seeds with uh, this type of information to people who may be initially resistant. And this is something that you're bound to come up against if you haven't already. Um, Someone that I know, I won't mention uh, the name of this person, um, was very resistant about the 9-11 inside job about all of the information having to do with 9-11 being an example of a false flag. And we'll get into that in depth in the weeks to come in this show. However, um, you know, I persisted with uh, giving her information for years about it. You know, a little bit here, a little bit there. But I, I guess the seed eventually sprouted. And a couple weeks back, she told me that she is now thinking that I was correct about the uh, nature of the event and wanted to look more into it, so I gave her some movies and documentaries to research it on her own. So sometimes the truth takes time to work its way into people's psyche, and uh, that's why we shouldn't give up. We need to keep putting it out there. That's what we are tasked with doing, and that's what we will continue to do. So... um, Let's look briefly at flu shots because this is something that's been big over the last couple of years and no doubt uh, they'll be starting this up again over the uh, uh, end of the fall and the winter this year. Look at some of the things that are in flu shots, the adjuvants, thimerosal in flu shots as well. Um, just, it's it's... A similar cocktail as as in other forms of vaccinations. Another thing that I want to bring up before I get into this is if they're so effective and they actually do prevent you from getting the disease, what are you worried about people who aren't getting it for? As Kevin said, they wouldn't let his son go to a school where he wasn't vaccinated like this. If if the vaccine is so effective and the children are, are now immunized against this disease, what are you worried about a child not having it? That would just be on them if they developed the disease, wouldn't it? Logically, it doesn't even make sense to force people to be vaccinated. Because if it's your choice and you, you have it done to you, then you're fine, right? If it's so safe and effective. You don't have to worry about somebody who may be carrying the disease now because you took the shot and you're immunized against it. 
that doesn't seem to be good enough in their world of logic anyway. But just thought I'd put it out there. There's now mandatory flu shots for hospital workers. This is something that's affected uh, my partner and, you know, our life because uh, my girlfriend is a nurse and had to go through this, uh, you know, just constant badgering to get this shot and had to get a waiver signed by a priest. Wouldn't accept just philosophical grounds and health issue grounds that she doesn't accept taking something into her body that she doesn't want needed some form of a religious waiver, as if a priest telling somebody that this person doesn't want it on, on religious grounds is, is okay. You know, and that's not even our, you know, going to a priest isn't even within our worldview, because we're not re- religious. Spiritual, yes, not religious. And, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, gentleman who did write the letter so that she could be exempted from this ridiculousness is a a great person and, uh, you know, did a good thing by writing that in, and I thank him for it. However, why should this even need to be done? I mean, this is a basic body ownership uh, issue. Do you own your body or do you not own your body? Whose body is this? Is it my body or is it someone else's body? Well, if I don't want something put into my body, then... I, there's nothing else that should need to be said about it. I don't want that in me, period. You don't even need to know the reasons I don't want it in me. You don't own me. You don't own my body. The end. Good night. <laughs> you know, it, it's really that simple. It's an open and shut case as far as I'm concerned, but for some reason, other people don't see it as simply as that. They want to say, come up with all kinds of justifications why you're endangering someone else by not getting it. Nonsense. Again, if it's effective, you go right ahead, do what you want with your body, and leave me alone. So another thing they're, they're coming up with is waivers, making people sign waivers and say, if something happens and you're harmed by taking this shot, you can't do anything about it. You have no legal recourse to take any action against anybody. It's no one's fault. Oh, really? It's no one's fault. You take a harmful chemical sludge compound and sludge cocktail into your body and then it creates something like uh, you know autism or Guillain-Barre syndrome uh, that, and that's spelled um, uh, G-U-I-L-L-A-I-N dash B-A-R-R-E check that out Guillain-Barre syndrome this is another disease that people contract from taking flu shots and vaccines um, it's a uh, it's an immune, uh, autoimmune disorder that is basically uh, that basically affects the nervous system. Guillain-Barre syndrome, and this is contracted from taking flu shots in many instances uh, because of all the different additives and adjuvants, the things that kick the immune system into high gear that are added to um, these shots, particularly this uh, H1N1 swine flu shot. I highly would recommend looking into some of the things that are in it and some of the side effects that can be caused, or I should say the effects 
of taking this shot. So um, there's, you know, so much research that you can do. Again, I said Sherry Tenpenny is a good resource, Dr. Russell Blaylock, um, uh, Len Horowitz, uh, Jen, Jenny McCarthy, and the list could go on and on. I'll post some of these to the podcast section. Let's shift gears now and get into the chemtrail phenomenon uh, for the, le- the remainder of this show. And this will wrap up the, you know, we could talk about HARP a little bit too. We could talk about cell phone radiation because it, it's kind of connected in many ways with the spring, at least in some people's minds it is. Uh, and may, there may be some overlap there. Before we do that, let me just give the call-in numbers one more time. Okay, uh, you can call in on a couple of different lines. I'll give the, um, the blog talk call-in number is 877-598-8549. Once again, 877-598-8549. If you have problems on that line, call into the talk show line that I'm uh, basically streaming this uh, show over as well. Uh, this is the one I've been using. This is, seems to be working. 724-444-7444. 724-444-7444. The call ID number is 83515. You'll be prompted to put that call ID number in after you call uh, the talk shoe call-in number. Once again, the call ID, 83515. So the chemtrail phenomenon, now this is spelled C-H-E-M-T-R-A-I-L-S, chemtrails. So like chemical trails, chemtrails. What these are, are aerosol spraying from planes. These are aerosol spray operations from planes that can be flying at any altitude. Now, the first thing is to be able to distinguish a chem trail from a contrail. A contrail is short for condensation trail. This is essentially frozen water vapor. Okay? This is Water, these are ice crystals, okay, because at very high elevations, usually above, let's say, 25 to 30,000 feet approximately, the air is so cold that when a plane goes through it, often from the wingtips, you will have condensation happening. And there will be ice crystals forming as a result of these pressures, okay, from the plane cutting through the atmosphere at this high altitude. What that will create is a trail behind the plane, usually from the wingtips. It could be from the tail, however, okay? And this is a trail known as a contrail. These are small ice particles that eventually then evaporate and become water vapor again. Okay, they go back to a gaseous state. You will see these dispel from behind planes very quickly, often within about 10 to 15, maybe 20 seconds. So you'll see them up there in the high atmosphere, 
contrails form only up at least above 20,000 feet. In, under certain conditions, even higher, 30,000 feet. Okay, so about 25,000 feet. The trail will dispel quickly. That's how you will know it's a contrail and not a chemtrail. Chemtrails do not dispel quickly. They are persistent. They stay in the atmosphere. And they happen at any altitude. Because it is a particulate spray that is actually sprayed from nozzles attached to the, the jet or plane. What you are witnessing when you are watching a, a chemtrail as opposed to a contrail is small bits of particulate matter. It's not water crystals. These are actual chemicals that are being emitted from the plane from some mechanism, like a spray nozzle or a canister equipped on the plane. These trails that are left behind when these chemicals are sprayed out of the jet then expand, spread out, and are persistent. They linger. They linger in the atmosphere for hours. And they create almost like an artificial cloud bank. So they linger, they spread out, and they begin to obscure the blue sky. So you get like a haze effect or an outright cloud effect. This is how you know you have a chemtrail. Now you can watch them do this. You just pay attention. When planes are out there, if you see a long, big, expanding trail behind the plane and it lingers, and these planes will often not be flying at a very high altitude, they will be flying around eight to 10, maybe 15,000 feet. Now, here's the thing. Contrails can not even form at that altitude. You do not have the atmospheric conditions that are necessary at those low altitudes. So this is basic um, aviation physics you cannot have a, a contrail, a water condensation trail of ice crystals forming at such low altitudes. It just doesn't happen. Once you get up around 25,000, 30,000 feet, yes, then you have contrails. Chemtrails are often seen sprayed in great abundance at as low as 8,000 feet or lower. So these are two very distinct phenomenon. The chemtrails phenomenon is legitimate, it is real, it is measurable, and it has been proven to be ongoing. Whether people say, oh no, you know, the first link, if you just type in chemtrails, the first link you're going to get back is a Wikipedia link that says, the chemtrails conspiracy theory. The connotations that go along with that term, conspiracy theory. People ask me if I talk about conspiracy theories on my show when they don't know about what, I, what we do here. And I say nothing of the kind. I talk about things that are verifiable through facts. 
and I talk about some things that I know from first-hand experience that I have directly experienced. There's no theorizing going on on this show. Now, when we get into theory is why they're doing this. Now, that's what I couldn't tell you that I know for sure. Now we can theorize. Whether it's happening, there is no question. I mean, you only need senses to understand that this is taking place and be, being able to employ your senses, make observations, and trust what you observe with your own eyes, you know, and if you have measuring instruments to be able to look at what these chemtrails are comprised of, the, the instrumentation that you're using to do that. As to whether it's happening, 100% certain. Then we can get into the why, but let's look at some of the things that they are spraying, that we know that they are spraying because chemical analysis has been performed on some of these trails. Samples have been taken. This stuff falls to the ground. It doesn't linger up there forever. These are metal particulates. Again, the theme going back once again to metals, getting metals into us. Mercury in the vaccines and flu shots. Getting soft metals or heavy metals into the body, into the brain. Some of the things that are in chemtrails, aluminum has been shown to be in high concentrations. Aluminum, again, we saw that in vaccines. Why would somebody be trying to get aluminum into the human body? Just think about that fact alone for a few minutes. Aluminum has been connected again, with Alzheimer's disease. It affects memory and the ability to uh, basically remember details, function in in a normal way, the brain capacity, the neural connections are to degrade within the brain. My grandfather suffered from Alzheimer's disease for many, many years before he passed away. And it's a horrible disease to watch somebody uh, live with. They're, they're basically robbed of, you know, their personality and they become someone who is different that is not the person that, you know, you grew up around and know because essentially it takes memory from them and they don't remember who they are, who you are, and it's extremely painful coping with that. So aluminum connected with Alzheimer's disease and it is sprayed from these jets. And these are big tanker jets in many cases. Some people uh, claim that they're KC-135s. I believe that's an Air Force uh, jet. Some people have claimed that the chemtrails are a joint military operation between uh, U.S. and Canadian Air Force forces, at least in North America. But these are being sprayed all over the world in just about every country in the Western world. So, in Western civilization, I should say. So, another metal that is found in the chemtrails is barium. Barium. Extremely toxic when it reaches certain concentrations in the body. 
why would they be spraying barium in the atmosphere? It's very curious. There's very different explanations or theories to why this is being done, but that is being done is not in dispute. This is no conspiracy theory. This is measurable. So I want to, I'll first give some resources to look into this phenomenon, and you can look into this for years. There is so much information on the internet about this. And there's some good documentaries on it, and there's some great websites. So the person who made me chemtrail aware, the, the person who first exposed this, um, at least to uh, my eyes and ears, was William Thomas. And he's been talking about this, to my knowledge, since at least 1997, probably even before that because I became aware of this phenomenon in early 1997, and it was through William Thomas's website. And th this, uh, this website is willthomas.net, W-I-L-L-T-H-O-M-A-S, willthomas.net. I'll link some of these on the podcast page. Another good site, that was pretty early on in this uh, documenting this phenomenon was chemtrailcentral.com. That's C-H-E-M-T-R-A-I-L-C-E-N-T-R-A-L, chemtrailcentral.com. Check that site out. Another great researcher who's put together a huge repository of information on this phenomenon is Clifford Carnicom. Okay. He has a, a, a website called Aerosol Crimes and Cover-Up. Aerosol Crimes and Cover-Up. This is at Carnicom.com. I'll spell that. C-A-R-N-I-C-O-M. Carnicom.com. Two more I'll give out for people's further research and edification educateyourself.org, uh, just a phenomenal resource in its own right on just about any topic. Educateyourself.org, and this is hyphenated, so educate-yourself.org. And you want to go to the chemtrails section, but if you want to go there directly, it's simply educate-yourself.org slash ct. Educateyourself.org slash ct. And finally, another website to check out is chemtrails.cc, chemtrails.cc. These are all incredible resources about this phenomenon. To learn more, I recommend checking them out. I'll link them on the podcast page uh, when the show is up in the podcast section of my site. Just recently, a great documentary has been put out by people within the freedom community and it is called What in the World Are They Spraying? This documentary features G. Edward Griffin and many other ex experts that talk about the chemtrail phenomenon, what it is, uh, how it is carried out, and what it may mean, some of the possible um, explanations for it. You know, I think a better topic would have been why in the world are they spraying? You know, we can do the research to find out what these things are, what this particulate matter is. 
but why they're doing it is the real question to be asked. So we got to get the what established, but then we need to ask the why. And uh, the main thing that seems to be one of the biggest theories in the uh, answering of the question, why are they spraying this, is geoengineering. Now, geoengineering is a term given to general weather modification, uh, modifying the atmosphere, modifying the um, way that weather, weather patterns move and flow to create weather or to change weather in specific geographic regions of the planet. Again, I think this is a dangerous thing to get involved in. You are messing with the natural system of the Earth that is a holistic, uh, unified system that we are a part of that isn't ours to exploit and isn't ours to um, just do with as we will and uh, try to conquer and control. Um, we aren't the creators of this planet or the creators of the weather patterns that manifest on it. They manifest for specific reasons. There's a purpose behind it. It's a living system. It's not a dead clump of inert matter. Okay? It has to do with the cycle of life. It has to do with life period in general. You start messing with that in a way that you don't fully understand what you're doing, and you're going to probably create more harmful repercussions than you do good ones, regardless of what your intent is. Because one, you don't have the full picture of what you're really doing. And I say this specifically to the pilots who spray these things. You want to, you want to do something with this information? Give this podcast to some of the unconscious fools who go out and spray something that they don't even know what they're spraying or doing. You think these pilots who get paid to go out there in the military, in the, the, the um, Air Force, or the Navy has, has planes as well, whatever the case may be, go out and spray substances which you don't really know the reason why you're spraying these. You, you may have been told one thing and you have no way of verifying uh, whether that's actually the reason why your superiors want these substances in the air. But yet, before a paycheck, you'll go and spray overpopulated centers, something that you do not absolutely have no verifiable way of knowing what it is you're actually doing. Imagine that. I mean, really? For real? And yeah, this is what people are doing constantly, all day, every day, in just about every every country in the, in the world, practically. Going out, accepting money to spray on populated regions. And they'll claim, oh yeah, it's for the good. Oh, you wouldn't want to know what would happen if we didn't do this. You have no idea, zero idea, of why you're really doing this. Because your owners would never tell you why they're really doing it. If this was for any altruistic reasons, they would be right there trying to tout it and, and put it out there to the masses so that they, oh, how wonderful our, our uh, masters are, that they are, do this for our be bene benefit. Because look at you know, what dire straits we would be in if they didn't. We need them. 
they want to be seen as needed in any circumstance. So if they're not, if they're hush hush and secret about this, it has some nefarious. You can be guaranteed to be sure that it has some sort of nefarious purpose that they're not telling you, and particularly they're not going to tell their lapdog. And yeah, that's that's what the pilots who do this are. Unconscious lap dogs. Go do this, dog. That's exactly how your owners think of you. And believe me, you have owners, my friends. You have owners. I don't even understand how people like that can look at themselves in a mirror knowing that they're owned. Knowing that they're a dog on a leash. And yeah, I know, that's harsh language. Yeah, you're right, it is. Because how could your, you even know whether your actions are moral or not? When you've barely looked into the phenomenon, you don't know why. You don't know the why. You don't even ask that question. That's a question that's not even in your vocabulary. That's anathema to the military-industrial complex chain of command. You never dare ask that question. Dog. Right? That question's not in your vocabulary. That's the first thing you need to erase when you take that job, isn't it? Because your owner puts you on that leash and says, you do what I tell you to, dog. You don't dare question me. I'm your owner, and you know it. Selling your soul, my friends. Selling your soul. And I think you got nerve to do it. Nerve. And your children are breathing that crap in. Your children are breathing that crap in. So, you know, people who listen to the show frequently know I get a little bit emotional and, and you know, tend to uh, start turning up the heat when it comes to particularly people who help and support this control system and take a paycheck for doing so. I got a family to support. I have to put myself through school. Yeah, You don't need to do none of that by doing this, by spraying something that you don't know what it's doing. You don't know what the long-term health effects are. You don't know what the long-term environmental effects are. You have no idea what the agenda that wants that, those particulates in the atmosphere, why they want that done. Zero, because you're not in the loop. You're not a higher up. You're just a dog who takes a paycheck to do what you're told, dog. And that's exactly what your owners think. And let me tell you something. That's not even me saying that. I'm, I may be using that word just to explain to people that that's, that's really what they are viewed as. I worked with your owners for years of my life, okay? And I, I'm telling you, I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm telling you directly this is what they think of you. This is what your owners think of you. They call you their dogs. They call you their dogs. And this is what people need to know, folks. You want, you want to know what you can do? Start talking to people in the military and telling them that it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace that they would fly operations like this and spray it over populated regions. Go, go, go have a conversation with your father or grandfather who was in the military and tell them to look at the sky. 
take a look up some days when they're spraying this junk over your city and that your children are breathing into their lungs and is getting into their bloodstream and through their blood, blood-brain barrier. And you have no idea why this stuff is being sprayed, and yet you continue to go up in a plane and spray it on populated regions, you got nerve. Nerve. Yeah, so take that message and give it to whoever's in the military doing this operation. And yeah, they'll justify it. I already know. I already know the response before it's given. So I'll lay that out. So when you're, whoever's listening to this and justifying it in your own mind, saying, oh, you don't know why, what, what's going on. You don't know why we're doing it. And neither do you is the point I'm trying to make. And I'm telling you, it can't be any good reason if it's kept secret. Good works are done in the light of day. Evil has to be done under the cloak of darkness. Caller from southeast Pennsylvania, you're on live on what on earth is happening. What do you have for us? Mark Passio, Eric G. Donald here in Doylestown. How are you, sir? Eric G., how are you, my friend? Oh, man. Just getting through the day, struggling to survive, just like any other man. So, um, interesting topic tonight. I tuned in. I just got home at like 9.30. I heard you talking about the vaccines. Then you yes. Chemtrails and, uh, you know. Yes. Like, I actually, back in 2007, started hearing things about the uh, vaccines and uh, asked my doctor about the insert in the box because yes. he didn't believe me. He didn't believe me that there was Tamarisol in it. And I said, okay, well, where's the box because there should be an insert. And right there it said there's Tamarisol in it. So, I mean, that's all you got to do if if somebody's doubting it. Just get the insert and just show them. I mean, it shows you that these doctors don't even look at what they're injecting into people. They just, uh, you know, it's rote action to them. It's robotic action. It's just this is how it's done. We take it. We do it. It's procedure, and that's it. They don't even think about it themselves or even read what they're injecting. Yeah, well, you know, uh, actually, I had a roommate one time, Mark, that was uh, one of those guys that experiments on animals for the drug companies. Yes. I got to say, man... Things people will do for money. I mean, this guy actually liked his job. He thought it was cute to, like, you know, take little poor innocent rabbits and rub toxic, disgusting poisons in their eyes and give them tumors. Because he, he felt like he was doing something good. You know? That's how they always have to thing. sell it. Yeah, he's, see, these people like to justify evil to, 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 to make themselves look better. Because these people like to make themselves look better. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of times these people, they'll sit there and they'll tell you that you're bad, and then they'll turn it around and they'll try to make themselves look good. Right. Because it's an ego trip. That's what it all is about. It's about about justifying their immoral behavior and and justifying ignorant behavior that's saying, oh, because I don't really know what's going on at the high levels of this agenda or why it's really being done, that I can be excused for my actions because I didn't know. See, this is the whole, um, you know, uh, following orders uh, uh, excuse and justification like what was given in Nuremberg. You know, we were just following our orders in the military. People of Germany said we didn't know that that was actually going on. You know, all, all the killing of people in, in camps, etc. And it, it's just all justification. It's all justification for people not wanting to take personal 
responsibility for their own actions. And that's why the human race enslaves itself. We, you know, we could talk about the controllers and their mind control methodologies, and it's important to help people become aware of all of that. But ultimately, it's about using your own will to change your own actions for the true good, not some nonsense excuse and justification that you were sold and that you bought because you didn't want to really think for yourself, but the true good to actually know what's going on and then take, take up the side of good. And there is such a thing. There is such a thing as good and evil. I mean, we've talked about that on this show before. People think there's no such thing as moral good and, 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 and actual evil. And uh, this is a, a solipsist position, solipsism. You know, this is moral relativism. These are dangerous ideological paths to go down. And this is some, some of the uh, reasons that people in the military will cite for why they perform the actions that they do in the state of ignorance that they live in. And they are some of the most ignorant people in the world. They ignore evidence to the contrary that shows what they are doing is actually harmful to other people and living beings. And they continue to do it because they say, we can, we can pass the, uh, the um, responsibility along to our superiors. And that doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it, guys and gals, in the so-called services. You've got to ask yourself, what are you really serving? Why do they call it the service? Are you really serving the people of the country that you live in, or are you serving some other force that you don't even know enough about to understand that you're serving it? Rabbit hole definitely goes very deep, Mark Passio. Got anything else for us tonight? And anything well, else going on? I, if I could just throw this out there, that uh, a lot of people don't know this, but there are already, and I know for a fact in Pennsylvania that they're flying drones over over the skies. There hmm. is drones. I've seen them. Uh, they look like they're higher planes, but when you really look at them, you can see that they're very slow and they're not very large. And, but they definitely already are flying drones over, no doubt. Interesting. Get ready, everybody. Thank you so much, Mark. Take care, buddy. Eric, thanks as always, man. You take care. Yes, yeah, so some of the theories for why these spraying operations are ongoing, geoengineering or weather modification, some people think it's outright eugenics. It's outright population control as the, the sanitized uh, term for eugenics is, is known as. Um, and they think that they are going, they're doing this to suppress the human immune system, that this is some kind of a chemical cocktail that will uh, suppress the immune system and make people susceptible to uh, uh, diseases that their immune system would ordinarily fight off. Therefore, the young and the uh, very old and infirm would be at the highest risk and uh, you know when these chemtrails are sprayed heavily in certain populated areas, there's reports come in of uh, all kinds of respiratory problems, particularly in the elderly and the young. And uh, this is a very po strong possibility that this just may be a chemical cocktail that is sprayed over regions to try to make as many people sick and infirm as possible and attack the immune system in as direct a way as possible. I would not put it past the psychopaths that are currently running the show, folks. And if you just dismiss that as a possibility, as a theory of why they're doing that, I, I'd say you're very naive. 
because people don't want to think. I was talking about this with uh, with Bob at his show in the uh, uh, hour before mine. People don't understand the psychopathic mindset. They don't understand the person with no conscience. But there are people with no conscience, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it. Know it. That's the truth. There are people who simply do not have a conscience. And don't hold them to the same standards that you would hold yourself because you are bound by the moral compass called a conscience, called your emotions. There are people who are born with no emotions because they don't feel the, the, the part of the brain, the limbic system of the brain that generates the emotional qualities through which we feel the repercussions of our actions that we take to others is not really functioning properly. We talked about the structures of the brain and what these structures basically make possible for us to feel and do. And there are people who are born with this part of the brain damaged, literally. So they don't feel emotions. In other words, they have no conscience. They could do anything to anyone and not feel a thing. Quite literally. So when you say, oh, people wouldn't do that. No, you wouldn't do that. See, you are holding yourself to a standard of moral conscience that is not present in someone else that may certainly do that and not think twice about it to advance whatever sick, twisted agenda they may have. Finally, another, um, you know, we talked about this briefly, another uh, possibility is a forced inoculation program where these substances have some of the same things in them that uh, vaccines have, and they're trying to get test this as a delivery system for something that they want in the bodies of people for some reason. And it's been speculated that this may also be to activate certain compounds that are in the body with certain electromagnetic frequencies. Metals react to electromagnetic frequencies, like when you put metal in the microwave. So if they turn, at, got a whole bunch of metals into our system and then activated some frequency that would do something to the physiology, this could be some sort of a super weapon. And that's just another theory. Again, do I know the truth about it? No. Would I like to? Absolutely. Am I constantly searching for more information about it? You betcha. And this is where we can delineate between facts and theory. These are some theories about why they're spraying, that they are spraying over populated centers, and that these are not contrails, that they are particulate metal particles that are sprayed from these jets is not in debate. Therefore, not a theory. Here we go. Caller from Southwest Ohio, you are on what on earth is happening. Mark? Passio, Bob from Cincinnati, this is a powerful topic. Thank you, Mark, for having the courage to put this out there. You are the voice in the wilderness. Most people won't discuss this. Mark, thank you for putting this out here. Absolutely, Bob. A pleasure to hear your voice. Thanks for calling in. I, I had some trouble getting through these numbers, so I went back to the old talk shoe. But we're running out of That's time fine. for this show. 
But thank you, Mark. I think you're hitting on it on the last point. Metals, metals, metals. Why are they getting all these metals? Not only, of course, are they putting toxin in this. That's just a base one. And not only is it happening, ladies and gentlemen, use your eyes. Look up into the sky. Get your face out of the iPod and the iPhone and all the other little devices they want you to look downwards at. Look back up to the skies again because that's what's happening. They are spraying us. The debate is over. Those who won't accept they're spraying us, we need to move on from their foolishness. They were fools to begin with. Next point. Mark, there is an occult aspect to this. It appears that at the very highest levels of the intel community, a service that Milton William Cooper was attached to, look up Milton William Cooper, he was high in the, or he was attached to the intel community that is actually spraying us. But they are in conjunction with the pharmaceutical industries. They know we're trying to get healthy. They know we're trying to eat better. They know we're getting away from their fluoride program. You notice that even the dental fluoride commercials don't even touch on fluoride anymore because they're right. stepping away quietly. They're saying, oh, sorry, we really didn't mean it. Uh, no culpability. Goodbye. Uh, don't, don't remember us with fluoride. We, we didn't really mean it. But there is an occult aspect to this, Mark, as you know. The black adepts high in the intel communities are, are involved in the spraying. Mark, uh, the brain cycles at 12 to 14 hertz per second. Uh, this is just basic science. This, or that, or it doesn't cycle at that, but if they can get the brain to cycle at 12 to 14 hertz per second, people become agitated with all this metal in their system. And if you can't uh, relax, and if you all you understand is a feeling of agitation 24-7 with all these towers, all these elf towers that they're building. They're not cell phone towers, ladies and gentlemen. They're Gwen slash elf towers. Look those up. These are uh, towers that are in conjunction with chemtrails. And as Mark said, these are theories. I can't back these up, but use your eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Look around you at all these towers. Is your cell phone reception any better? Mine isn't. I know it's not for me. So these towers are for a nefarious alternative purpose, and they're tying in with the chemtrail phenomenon. And it's not a phenomenon, Mark, and I appreciate you talking about it. It is a chemtrail crime. They are spraying us. And, and Mark, I've got a question for you. Here's my in, on take on it, and I know we're running out of time. Uh, I yes. believe that, like 9-11, people have a hard time wrapping their minds around the idea that, oh my God, if... If there's a crime involved with 9-11, and, and, oh, it's not as it's portrayed, little men from cave climbed into planes and had NORAD stand down for over an hour, and we brought these buildings down flat face uh, uh, per second, they just dropped to the ground. Uh, that means that my government might be working against me. Oh, my goodness, that would have to, I'd have to open up my mind. And like these medical professionals, and like these medical professionals, Mark, they are under mind control. They can't even admit what's going on. They can't even admit what their eyes are showing them, just like your previous caller with the, the insert with skull and crossbones may cause death. These health professionals look at that and go, hmm, I never really looked at it. Mark, powerful show. You're the best. Thank you, Mark. Bob, thanks so much. You brought up some great points there. I definitely recommend that people look into the Gwen seconds. Gwen, G-W-E-N, uh, extremely low frequency uh, harp, look into harp. This may be connected with the phenomenon of chemtrails. People have speculated. H A A R P, high frequency active auroral research project. Harp. That's that goes on in Alaska. We'll touch on some of these things in future shows. Basically, we're running out of time for tonight. Thanks to all the callers. Thanks for Bob Tuscan for uh, bringing me on his show earlier tonight. 
Uh, that's all we have time for tonight, folks. Uh, we covered a lot of ground. We'll get into some new topics next week. You've been listening to What on Earth is Happening right here on the Revolution Broadcasting Internet Radio Network. I'm your host, Mark Passio. The show is live every Tuesday evening now seconds. from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll see you right here this time next week. Good night, everyone.